joining us now. He is the managing editor for Golf.com, Luke kerr Denine. Welcome into the Golf Show. Hey, Luke. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. Yeah, man. Yeah, so, um, you know, have you been spending the last couple of months uh, bulking up and getting your swing <laughs> speed uh, increased um, massively or what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm just not doing it in a very successful way, you know, just just packing on the pounds for the wrong kind of Yeah, pounds. me too, Luke. I mean, I, I, I've just bulked up to 210, but I don't. my swing speed is slowing down. So uh, it's, <laughs> this is not working out for me either. Yeah, you should really look into that. <laughs> yeah. is, this a, is this an odd time with Bryson doing this? Because you have some guys, uh, we, we saw a few, uh, Matt Fitzpatrick being one of the latest ones, kind of coming out and, and, and talking about how it's not a great thing for the game. you got other guys maybe going back and saying, man, do I really need to do this? And is this an option that I need to do? And, uh, you know, there's all kinds of things. I mean, you got Gary Player saying we need to stop taking trees out of the golf course. Uh, it was funny. We actually spoke to Fuzzy Zeller before the U.S. Open at Wingfoot, and he said, well, you know, I mean, they've trimmed all the trees at Wingfoot up like 40 feet in the air and all the tree branches off. They should have left them. So, I mean, there's all different opinions about what to do. Kind of what's the sense that you're getting uh, with kind of boots on the ground that, that the majority of the players are thinking? Is this uh, something they need to look at, or are they just going to go about business as usual? I uh, I definitely think it's the former. Like my read of things on the ground is that golf is just in this in a bit of a freakout mode. At the yeah. Like there's a lot of hype around everything that Bryson has been doing, right? Because there's basically this is a long-awaited suspicion, right? That the game had become more and more about distance and you know the equipment being an issue and all these other things. There are all these sort of rumblings going on, and then Bryson comes all along and is very honest about what he thinks golf has become and like why he's doing what he's doing, why he's bulking up, why he's trying to swing harder because he thinks that this is going to be the formula for success in the future. And then he immediately sort of goes out and wins. He contends in his first major back and then wins his second major back. And I think now everybody is just kind of coming to the realization basically that Bryson's right and that golf the, it, it, this isn't anything new, you know, like distance has always been incredibly important in golf. But I think right now there's a lot of people in golf that are confronted with the fact that this is probably going to become the model for, you know, junior golfers taking up the game, for professional golfers now that like bulking up, gaining speed, trying to hit home runs off tees. Like this is going to be the new normal, I think. Um, and I think there's just a collective realization that this is this is what it's going to look like in the future um you, you know we were talking last week about how um the, the augusta had tiger proofed uh, the masters you know the, the at augusta national and and, and last week we were, we were also talking about are we going to start seeing courses that are changed because of people like bryson dechambeau do, do you see that going that way or can it or, or can it come back to to where it has been? I mean, what do you, what do you see the future of that being? Is this is this the future? What we're seeing with Bryson DeChambeau? So I think there's going to be some kind of like uh, response to this sure. in some way, shape, or form. Um, you know, to your point. So I, I wouldn't be surprised to see like the rough on your sort of regular week in week out right. tour events. The rough get a bit longer. Trees start. Um, trees start getting put in in trouble spots you know maybe we're, we're starting to look at major courses where uh, where hazards are more in play you know it reminds me of the Ryder cup in france recently right like that was a very water 
very much Target Golf, Harbour Town's another name that springs to mind. Yeah. So I do think that we'll start seeing some of these elements crop up more on the PGA Tour on the sort of week in week out basis. Obviously, I'm just kind of speculating, but that's what I that's where I reckon this thing's going to end up going. And, and he and, and DeChambeau is more the exception than the rule. I mean, he's not going to he's not going to win every week just because he hits he hits it long and he can hit a wedge out of the rough. I mean, so. Uh, you know, when you when yeah. you tighten up the golf course and you and you have big high rough, now you now you're what you're doing is is you're is you're having guys that are hitting the ball straight be competitive. So, I, I, you see, I'm caught in between. I don't know what's going to happen. I I'm not a Deschambeau fan, but but at the same time, you got to respect what he's doing. He's he's amazing. So, yeah, uh, and and I think to your point, like um, I, I think look, like. The guy just won a major, and he's won one time before that. And so, you know, golf very much responds to, like, what what has just happened. I mean, remember the time when everyone was talking about Cameron Champ after he just won, first came out on tour, everyone's freaking out about it. Mm-hmm. And so it, this is just kind of a pretty natural cycle. Um, but I do think that, like, one thing that's been lost in all of this is the fact that Bryson's actually become a really, really good putter. Um, in college, he was a really accurate Four striker. He, you know, these are two sort of tenants of his game that I think have been sort of lost in this whole distance debate. Because while he is like obviously hitting it very, very far, I also remember him making an awful lot of putts at the U.S. Open yes. uh, and a lot of clutch putts down the stretch too. And I think it's easy to sort of paint him with one brush when really he's doing a lot of things well at the moment. Mm-hmm. And you know, when his putting does go through those cold streaks, as happens to every single golfer on the PGA Tour from time to time, like he's not going to win that week. And I think um, it's important not to lose sight of that fact. Again, we're talking to uh, Golf.com's managing editor, Luke Curdenine. And Luke, you know, and that's kind of the thing is that you go back, I mean, Dustin Johnson won a U.S. Open because he was hitting it long, but he hit it straight, really straight that week. You go back and look at when Brooks Kepka won at Aaron Hills. I mean, he was absolutely crushing it, but he was hitting it down the middle on every hole. Um, so that's, for me, that's kind of what you see. The thing that frustrated me was when you watched, you know, Saturday and Sunday of the U.S. Open, you watched Matthew Wolf and you watched uh, Bryson both just getting up and, and hitting it as far as they possibly could off the tee. And when they missed it, it didn't seem like that there was anything between them and the hole. I mean, yeah, they were in the rough, but these guys could take a wedge out. They could get they could gouge it up somewhere near the green. They could pitch it, and, the, and a lot of the pins were where, you know, if you got it in the right spot, it would funnel down to the pin. And then, yeah, they were making their five, six-foot putts for par and moving on. And then you saw Matthew Wolf kind of get some bad lies in the rough and not be able to advance it. You didn't see Bryson get a whole lot of bad lies in the rough. So some, at some point it came down to, to kind of, uh, you know, a little bit of luck. But does that beg the question of when you look to – you know, Bryson proof or bomber proof some of these golf courses, is it preventing them from having clear shots to the green if they do hit it offline? Because you and I know as well as anybody that, man, if you hit it long and you hit it in the fairway and you make some putts, you're going to beat everybody. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, And I think that that's going to be part of this sort of this counter reaction that we're going to see. It's going to be putting guys like Bryson where you're not really – like right now the incentives in golf are to – simply get it down there as yeah. long as possible and just to figure it out after that. And, and really, like, go ahead. Yeah, I'm trying and to... I, yeah, and I was just saying, like, um, I think we'll start... I wouldn't be surprised to see golf courses start to crop up where they're doing redesigns where suddenly, like, you start bombing it down there and you'll find yourself in jail more often than not. Yeah, um, it... Because at the end of the day, like, hitting it straight is an important part of golf and, 
you know, someone like Brooks Kepka when he was winning all his majors, he wasn't just hitting it really far. He was hitting these like pinch fades yeah. exactly where yeah. he wanted to. And then we can't lose sight of the fact that I mean, it's still at the top level. It still is a putting contest, no matter what you say. The guy that's putting the best is probably going to win the golf tournament. Um, and so, uh, I think, I mean, this is revolutionary what he's doing. But I don't, I don't see a lot of people being able to do what Bryson DeChambeau is doing. He's so driven. Uh, that's my respect for him. Is he's so driven. He said what he was going to do, and he did it. You know, so. Um, that's interesting. I think Mark has a question about the British Open and that kind oh, of stuff. Yeah. With you, you I want to change gears here a little bit, Luke, because I, I sit here the last few weeks on the European Tour, and I see all their marquee events rolling out. I see the Irish Open got played. I see the Scottish Open got played. We're playing the BMW PGA Championship right now. Uh, we saw the women play their Open Championship. We saw the women play the Scottish Open. I'm a little frustrated that we never had an opportunity to get the Open Championship in, and was this really... I mean, I understood it at the time, but it seems like we've resurrected all the other events in the European Tour. Was this really just a fact that maybe the PJ Tour and the European Tour couldn't really find a date that was appealing to the European Tour? Yeah, I think you're probably your instincts correct there. You know, I think it's it's funny when we look back on when all these decisions were being made. It was just like nobody knew. And like nobody in any sport knew anything about what was going to happen, right? Like right. Wimbledon was getting cancelled, I think a week before or maybe the week of the Open was cancelled. So, you know, people were very much making game time decisions based on information they didn't have. Um, I think what we've seen subsequently is that the PGA Tour in many ways has been a model how to bring back professional sports and do it safely. Obviously, there have been cases that have cropped up along the way. But I think like everybody in the PGA Tour should be really proud of what they've erected uh, following all of this. And I think that in retrospect, like it wouldn't have been impossible to host the Open Championship, right? Like, now that we kind of know how this thing's going to work, I'm obviously biased. I would have loved to see an Open Championship this year. But the context being the context, like, I, I understand that it's, like, it's not a decision anybody's going to be uh, going to be pleased with. Yeah, I mean, like, right now would have been an awesome time. I mean, we know what the weather can be like in July over at the Open Championship. I couldn't imagine if it was in October, the uh, the the, sw the swings that we could be prepared for. So I just think it would have been awesome if we could have fitted in. And like I said, it's, it's a little frustrating as a fan to – I mean, I'm a fan of the European Tour, and I've seen, you know, all their majors – uh, for their for that tour be rolled out now, and I'm just uh, disappointed that we missed the Open Championship. Yeah, I didn't even really think about the weather component, but you're absolutely right. Like, could you imagine in <laughs> you know October weather in Scotland and the wind and the rain? Ah, oh, that would have been something else. Well, Luke, man, we really enjoyed having you on. Hopefully, we'll get you back on again soon. Uh, appreciate the time. Of course, anytime, guys. Thanks for having Thank me. Thank you, Luke.